We're back for the Super Bowl preview of the Taylor Fade Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Scott Picard, alongside Alec Byersdorf. Remember to subscribe to the Taylor Fade Pod. We're on Instagram, Taylor Fade Pod. That is T-A-I-L-O-R-F-A-D-E-P-O-D. And remember to subscribe on YouTube at the Vookie Sports Network. Um, obviously, some changes coming, but we'll let you know. Yeah, the uh, Taylor Fade Podcast is brought to you by the Vookie Sports Network. Download the Vookie app in the uh, App Store today for all your sports content, daily news, and risk-free sports betting. We have some changes coming here soon. We're excited to share, uh, but follow along and... Uh, Let's get going. Super Bowl week. Super Bowl week. We have the Cincinnati Bengals plus four playing in L.A. against the Los Angeles Rams. Um, I want to say something. I love both teams' jerseys in this and the colors and everything. Great. I don't know if they're going to blend together, but I hope that the Bengals get the whites. They're both trying to wear whites. Yeah, they both are. Yeah. Uh, which is, I don't think, going to be allowed. White's also won, I think it was 15 of the last 18 games. This is so, correct. So I think that yeah. probably plays into it. Um, but let's get into it. I mean, what are your thoughts first? Um, initial thoughts, I go into it. I mean, you got to love Joe Burrow just as a as a, just a, a sports fan. Like, the guy just loves to play sports. He's just an absolute gangster. Rams minus four. <laughs> All right. But, but with that, pay- Rams minus four, the over-under set at 48 and a half. And I'm also liking the under initially. Um, I, I see this game being a lot. I think, see this game being pretty similar to the uh, the titans Bengals game um, in terms of a dominant defensive front being able to, to wreak havoc in the backfield. Uh, you know, I think the Titans sacked him nine times. And this front four is a whole lot better than even the Titans front four. So I... With that said, leaning on uh, leaning on Rams minus four, also like the under there. See this game being somewhere like a twenty four seventeen, maybe even a twenty four fourteen game um, with the Rams coming out on top. Yeah, I, do you think the Titans have a better defensive line than the Chiefs? Yeah, comparable. Comparable. I wouldn't I say. say, like, I, say I say Chris Jones is better than anyone the Titans have, but the Titans might have the next like best like yeah. three guys. I think as a group, the Titans are better. Because the what I say is everyone's like all the we said the same thing. If the I was gonna ha- I hammered every over for sacks for the Chiefs and they only had four sacks compared to and I thought they were better rushing. So like the, maybe the Bengals fixed some problems. That being said, it's like they're going up against two Chris Joneses that are better, better than Chris Jones. Yeah, better than Chris Jones. And uh, I'm very nervous for Joe Burrow. I think he's gonna get murdered. This is what I think. But there's something about this Bengals team. And I'm not saying it it is them, but it is giving me like 2001 Patriots vibes as a Patriots uh, fan. Like growing up, we were just like, hey, we're just there for the ride. Like all of a sudden we're playing a team that's substantially better than us in the Rams. And it's like, hmm, we won. Like, holy crap. Like what happened? And then it just goes on. And it's like this team has a young quarterback that's carrying the team. And, and, and Brady wasn't really carrying the team. And, and I don't think Burroughs really carried the team in the playoffs. Our defense has come up huge in the second half of both games. So my thought is, if the Bengals win, I would be like, oh, this is kind of like that Patriots team from, from years before was like younger. You didn't expect them to get there. They're kind of just riding the wave. Um, and, and all of a sudden they win, and it could turn into a, a very good team for the next you know 10 to 12 years. And so that's what I'm saying. I love their, their, their wide receiver core. I mean, uh, Cooper Cup is the best wide receiver in the NFL. Odell Beckham's really good, but Jamar Chase ain't too far behind. Uh, Cooper Cup, um, 
Higgins, Boyd, like their wide receiving core is really good. Mm-hmm. And you see the the rally, yeah. the tight ends. He just pulled. He's like yeah, trying he's to play. He's gonna play. Yeah, he's gonna play. He just ripped off his brace. I love so it. they're playing the underdog role. They're embracing it. I think it's amazing. Yeah. You know, I I go back and, and kind of talking to the defensive lines. You know, you watch that second half of the of the Kansas City game. I mean, Joe Burrow was running for his life, and he was like breaking like pretty impressive tackles. You don't break those when it's Aaron Donald and Von Miller on your back. That's one thing I will say. They're also their nose tackle. I can't remember his name right now. Um, oh, the big dude. The big dude. Big oh. white boy. When Aaron Donald was, was giving a pump-up speech, yeah. I was like, this man's about to take over but the game. Is it, I think he's like number 91. Yeah. That dude, he gets after it too, and he can get through. The, I, so I expect him to uh, get more pressure than the Chiefs did. With that said, I do love that the Bengals have embraced an inaugural. I agree with you completely. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if the Bengals win this game. I wouldn't be. However, I think the Rams, like, they just come out. I mean, offensively, they have so many weapons. Neither team really runs the ball, like, amazingly. They use it to set up. Well, Joe Mixon's a much better runner back than what they have. Um, but that defense line, I don't know if the Bengals can actually run the ball that effectively. But they both kind of use it to set up the pass. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Rams especially use that. Um, here's what I'll say is, yeah, Matt. everyone's giving Matt Stafford credit and credit to him and, and all this stuff. But, like, he threw a terrible pick that should have been by the Niners. Now, would they have won the game? No, they're only up three. But he makes some bonehead plays. Sean McVay has, he ha- he's, you know, office, offensive mastermind and all this other stuff. But he got to the Super Bowl two years, three years ago with the Patriots. And uh, we... I mean, the Patriots just shut them down. Their offense, they had a different game plan. So, Zach Taylor's been the one coach that hasn't really out co- overcoached or outcoached himself. In the entire and playoffs. And they're in the playoffs. Where every other coach is like, try to do something that kind of cost them. They just haven't really done that. And they just hit the right buttons. Where Sean McVay in, in Mass Everett has done stuff in like kind of like crunch time or like when they're up, they like get away from things or they try to get a little too cute. Um, so, that's the only thing I see is him throwing like a pick. And this defense is pretty confident right now. So, uh, I... My pick, and, and we'll get into our three picks now. We'll just go over it right yeah. now. We, I think we both are on the under 48 and a half. Yep. And with it being the under, I kind of do like, I like the Bengals plus four. Nice. Yeah, I, I I go back and forth on that number. If it was three, I'd be a whole lot more confident in the Rams. I also, to the point, Zach Taylor, I, he's coached very well. Even when they were down big in Kansas City, poised, didn't get away from his game plan. And and with that said, I'll even say Joe Burrow didn't, like, he didn't start forcing throws. He just took what they got, took a screen play, got it down to an 11-point game at half. Uh, defense made a big stop. And then in the second half, they're like, yeah, let's just take the three points. Let's get it to a one-score game to get the touchdown, two-point conversion. Like, they didn't panic. And I think yep. that's huge when you, you know, it's huge to have that, to have already faced that going into the Super Bowl because I think it, it could happen. The Rams do get off, could yeah. get off to a quick starter. They could be down big and they could claw their way back, and that's where it's like, mm, like you almost yeah. want to root for the dog at that point. Um, but yeah, I'm personally over on Ram, uh, Rams minus four, but then yeah, under on the forty eight and a half. I also think if the Bengals can get up early in this game, which they haven't at all during the last two games in the playoffs, um, they could really like, they would make the Rams have to be one dimensional. That's kind of where Stafford, I think, struggles mm-hmm. is when he just when he's sitting back there and trying to deliver. Um, you know, and they know he's passing. Where they do, re- he does a really good job, and and they do of when they run that like the tight end or like the slot receiver coming through, and they hand it off sometimes, but sometimes he comes across and he's in the flats. Yeah. It's a play action. They have another guy crossing, so they do a really good job of uh, that play action. But if they're down, you really can't do that. You know, and, and that's and that's why I'm also concerned too. Just and why I like the Rams is let's say the Rams do start fast, which they have done a couple times in the postseason. 
and on the contrary, Bengals have started slow. If the Bengals are just dropping back and having to pass, like I see that front four just having a field day. Yep. And and that's where it's like, you know, it, it a lot of it it really does determine how the game started. I mean, if they're chasing the whole time, it's gonna be a whole lot tougher. Yeah. Uh, the Rams defense has a ton of a ton of depth. You know, Jalen Ramsey's in. He wants to go one on one with Jamar Chase the entire game, but they do have other other. Uh, I, I think T Higgins goes off and in right. getting in getting into it. Um, you know, obviously our, our we've both said our two plays that we like so far. I like one more play. Oh, what do you like? I like Rams because of the Rams jumping out to an early lead and the Bengals having to come from behind. I like Rams first quarter minus one half. I think the bang. I think the Rams very their scripted plays are always usually pretty good. They're scripted. They go down score and I think that that rate they they kick it off. I think the Bengals are probably punting. Or they're getting going down. And it's gonna be tough to score in the in the, in the red zone for them. So they're gonna go for three. So I think yeah. it'll be like a seven three first half. So if you have the square seven three at the first quarter, and I love that last game against the Chiefs. And I don't know why they started it. Is it they made they've made great halftime adjustments, but they got into this like let's run it on first down, or like they they do like a short short pass on first down and be second and nine. Run it third and eight. It's no matter who you're playing and who the defense is, third and eight's not easy to convert in the playoffs because you're going to be definitely facing a top tier defense. And they kept doing that and they yeah. kept getting themselves behind. So I love the first quarter play. I'd also even sprinkle just overall to to win first quarter Rams, half Rams, and game mm-hmm. Rams total to parlay the, all three. I don't know what the odds are on that. We'll have, yeah, to, if we'll win- have to get the stack guy in the uh, corner to to check on that for us. But I love that just because I could see the Rams getting up early. Not saying the Bengals aren't going to cover, but just to to money yeah. line first quarter half game. No, that, that's a good, that's a solid. I like that pick right there because again, if if you had the Chiefs doing that, they're up twenty one ten in the halftime. You're like, oh, this is they win the game. I have mm-hmm. eleven point game spread right now. Like they win, I win that. So no, I agree with that. One thing I want to say is uh, if someone from like Pro Football Factory can um, find this out, I would like to. I don't know Jalen Ramsey has. Um, you know, it's a great lockdown corner. He's a shutdown corner uh, and all this stuff. But I think he's gotten away. Like, he got beat on Mike Evans' double move. He got, he is being double moves. Now, granted, it's tough to cover people for five, six seconds. I get that. But double moves don't really last that long. He, he kind of gets away with his pass rush piece and his, being so good mm-hmm. that he can jump routes. It's quick. He can go after their first move where like, I think if teams could block, if they had a good offense line, it could block a little better and they can get him on some double moves a lot. And, and, and Trayvon Diggs was the uh, same thing this year and he got beat on a lot of double moves. I would be curious. I think that's the case, but if it's not, then I'm like, all right, he's a lot better on second uh, moves than I actually thought. But I, I feel like every time he gets beat, it's on a double move. That being said, he doesn't really get beat that much. So, no, so, he so, he, so, so, so when he gives up a touchdown, it's like, oh, look at he yeah. gave up a touchdown. So, um, but let's get into some prop bets. Um, those one are- that we're both on. Um, uh, I like at least I know initially both on first prop bet for me, and it's kind of been just my prop bet for the entire postseason following the Bengals is Joe Mixon over 24 and a half receiving yards. I believe in like the last that that number has hit in the last I think seven straight games. He's getting about four receptions, five receptions a game, going anywhere from twenty nine to I want to say seventy he had yards. Seven yards last time um, on only three receptions. Yep. And I'll say this: I'm do- I'm taking him and Piran. Piran. 
Pirine. Pirine. Yeah, I'm saying those two both because his is only eight and a half. He had that touchdown. But he had four receptions last game. Uh, and so you know, I'm I think taking both those guys, I'm taking both running backs for the Bengals over their total yards of receptions, mix in 24 and a half, and then Piran eight and a half. Um, so those are my two picks. And I think it's great too. And honestly, even if you're if you're at home looking to to bet, I would almost up that play the play the longer odds even because if I would go up to probably like 35 and a half on Mixon I see them having to do a lot of quick things and that's why you know you look at the last game they combined for seven receptions I would up that to probably nine or ten this game just because I expect there to be a lot of Aaron Donald Von Miller in the backfield they're gonna have to get rid of the ball quick um, just to be dumping it off also look at the, the reception totals I believe the reception totals are one and a half for P Ryan and I want to say either two and a half or three and a half for for Mixon. Um, look at that as well. Another prop I'm liking uh, T Higgins over sixty nine and a half receiving yards. He is he has come into his own. I believe that number is hit in six of his last seven games. But with Jamar Chase getting either a doubled and as he has in previous weeks, he has stepped up. He's getting a ton of targets and getting a ton of targets deeper down the field. Um, I see that hitting. I you know I wouldn't be surprised if he get. Gets near the 80, 90 mark, probably even throwing a touchdown in there. Um, so that's my second prop bet yep. for the game. And my my third prop bet, and it has to do with the same philosophy I have behind the running backs, is the Rams are going to pressure so very much. So Joe Burrow has to make quick decisions. No one's open, no one's open. Dump down receiving yards, you know, re- receptions over for the both of them. It's also Joe Burrow over 10 and a half yards rushing. Which I have a question for you. Because when you told me that when we were, you know, strategically meeting earlier uh, about our prop bets, when someone gets sacked. Does not go minus yards. Which I think, I love the, I love the prop. Because he could get sacked seven times, but he's going to be running for his life. It has to be a design run. And that they won't have any. Do, yeah, and if they do, I'd, it'd, be, it'd be like a quarterback sneak or a QB kneel to design yeah. run technically. So, I like him. Over nine, is it nine and a half or ten and a half? Ten and a half. It, it's just, that's too, there, he gets pressure up the side, right? Yeah. And he just picks the scene. And I think I was watching the um, the AFC Championship game mic'd up, and Tyron Matthew was basically like, hey, man, this guy's smart. He just goes one, two. If he doesn't have it, he's taking off. He sees the lane. He just is going. Yeah. And he he had 20-some yards rushing, I think. It was, I can't remember. Yeah. He had a lot of big rushes, especially if they're down late pressure dropping everyone back yeah if they run. get down and yeah. they're passing a lot more opportunities to run especially with that that pass front do you have any more player props player props i like the, I like the higgins one because i think jamar chase is going to get either double or jalen ramsey the other, oh actually the other player prop i like is boy the receiving yards over mm-hmm. actually because i think ramsey's going to try to take out um chase and they're not going to double team they're going to double team higgins kind of what the patriots used to do when they had revis and gilmore is they take they'd actually take then put him on the second best receiver and then double the number one guy. So when they played, they just basically do that. And then it was just like, let's make the third guy beat us. So I think Boyd could get a lot more. Uh, I think he's just 39 and a half. Um, and the last one that I like as a player prop is I couldn't find anywhere, but I like Odell Beckham over his rushing yards. It's going to be like, a half. I think Cooper Cup was like a half. I think in these games, you're going to get those reverses. You're going to get a couple backward of, passes. Yeah, backward, or a jet sweep. Boom, take it off the sideline. So, um, and then I have a couple like team prop bets or game prop bets that I like. Yeah. I um, for me, one that I've been interested in, and the line has moved because I think there's been a lot of activity on it. It opened at Odell Beckham over four and a half receptions. I loved it. It actually has now moved to over five and a half. It's over, taking the over as plus money. 
Um, but I, I like it. He had, he really has come in, come into his own in LA. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he loved being that second person and with Cooper cup, Cooper cup's always gonna get the most attention on the field. So I like that. Um, I'm trying to, to pull up some stats right now, but I want to say that, He's been he had over a hundred yard game. Um, he had seventy nine. Yeah, he had so in the championship game he had nine receptions for one hundred nineteen yards. In the divisional he had six receptions for eight yards. I I just or not six receptions for sixty nine yards. Eight targets, eleven targets last game. Yeah, I see that that trending in that direction now. You just never know at the end of the day. But the Rams aren't a team that's like, I'm going to establish a run and I'm just going to run all over them. That's just not them. They want to pass. So yeah. I like that. But that's probably my last one I'm kind of up in the air on. Um, but with that, you know, going into some of the fun game props, my first, uh, I call it, you know, novelty prop is that the opening kickoff will be not a touchback. And uh, why do you think that? And the reason that is, is over the last 28 years, the opening kickoff has been taken out of the end zone 26 times. Now, Pat McAfee yesterday said on his show, shout out to Pat McAfee show. Uh, if he wants to give us some money, we'll yeah. take it. We'll take it. He's got plenty. He's got plenty. I think he, you know, what's funny is FanDuel even offered him to put him in a suite. He's like, no, I'm good for the Super Bowl. He's like, I'm just going to broadcast the game myself. He's like, I'm trying to take money from them. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to go to the game because it's going to distract me. So with that said, 26 of the last 28 Super Bowls, the opening kickoff has been taken out of the end zone if it's even reached the end zone. He said that the uh, the reason for that is the opening kickoff ball, the team managers are not allowed to break it in. They're not allowed you know, rub the oil on it, squish it, all this. Uh, because once that opening kickoff is done, that ball gets sent straight, straight to uh, Canton, Ohio for the Hall of Fame. And so they want the ball to look as pretty as possible. Like It's pretty much just a pure like kicking and just a plastic ball the ball doesn't fly nearly as well even last year Bucker who's got one of the strongest legs in the league he kicked it like seven or eight yards deep in the end zone but he did zero air time on it and so they still took it back and you know part of me is like wow these both these kickers have great legs um, and I think both of the kickers stat wise they have touchbacks on 61 and 64 percent of their kickoffs but you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the statistic give me the uh, those are with bro- no touchback and ball. it's plus money at plus one ten. Right, I'm gonna go uh, not even play. It's right before the kickoff. I'm going coin flip heads. Heads. Yeah. Start off the day. It's either you're up money or down money, and then I use that to live bet. But that's why I start with heads. Okay, heads. What are your thoughts on the national anthem? The over under is currently set at ninety five seconds. I'm who's, gonna. I'm who's singing. Uh, I have actually I have heard I don't remember I can't recall their name right now while you are while the stat guys looking it up I did hear that this person has a nickname that pretty much says like they fly through the national anthem and for that reason the fact that they are a well-known person they fly through the national anthem they're gonna reverse the trend here in the Super Bowl get a little bit more Nikki Guyton yeah it's it's the lowest it's lowest ever 95 it's usually it's usually got like two minutes of five seconds so they fly here's what I'll say it's gonna happen because it happens every year there's usually some per- fan that sits, sits outside, outside the stadium <laughs> sits come outside on. the stadium come on Liz put, puts a stop clock and then they just get it and then it, because it's usually pre-recorded yep and boom so I'm just gonna wait till they do it and then I'm gonna hammer that um so I, don't, I that's a free bet right there um, one of the other bets I like is going along with the trick plays over two and a half people to have a passing tap. Over. Yeah, so as long as other than the quarterback or quarterback gets hurt, you just need 
Joe Burrow, Matt Stafford, and someone else. I think Odell Beckham in this is because he Odell can sling Beckham, the ball. A punter. A punter, something going on. A, um, field, a, a holder. Anything. A, a Matt Stafford gets hit and comes out a couple of plays. Someone gets hurt, whatever. Joe Burrow could yeah, die, could, for all we know. Because my actually might be the last game I see Joe Burrow play. All right. Um, but again, I like the these are when everyone saves all those trick plays. I mean, the Patriots Eagles game, I think four people threw passes. Um, so and, and and Johnny Hecker is uh has a cannon as a punter cannon. cannon, so he could throw. So there's a lot of like I think there's a lot of opportunity for a a trick play, double pass, yeah, something. something. So um, and even and what's even great about that is what I love about that prop is when a wide receiver gets it, like a lot of times they just want to throw it so bad, like if nothing's open, they still throw the ball. Yep. Yep. Like they could be triple coverage. They're like this is the only time I'm gonna have a chance to do this. I I don't care if I throw it into four opposing players. I I didn't even know that was a prop bet, but I like it. I'm gonna take that one. You have any luck? Um, you know, one thing I'm I'm really leaning on is I'm gonna go orange for the color Gatorade that will be dumped on the coach. Uh, one is I think the Bengals will have orange just because they're orange, and you just never know what the Rams are gonna like. You know, I don't I don't see them having going with blue or purple. I, I could just see orange okay. being the, the Gatorade color of the Super Bowl this year. I like the um, – this is – I just came across this, actually. Um, the the one I did like was the first play. It's plus money to be a pass, plus 118. The rush is minus 144. So um, it's probably minus 140, plus 120-ish um, for these wherever you go. Uh, I like the first play a pass. I think um, they might play action, both teams, you know, catch them off guard because everyone thinks, oh, it's just going to run the ball get – Second, in. yeah, but I like that. Here's what I just came up with your stat being that the opening kickoff gets returned 26 of the last 28, plus 8,000 opening kick for a touchdown. It's only happened once, and that was uh, Devin Hester. So it's due. It is and due. If it's getting returned, you might as well just throw like 80 to 1, little $10, yeah. boom, win 800, call it a day. Call it a day. Um, but that'd be a fun little one to do. Um, I like uh, one that I was talking to you about earlier is the first turnover to happen. It was like minus money for interception. It was like plus 150 for fumble. And it was plus 700 for either no turnover or turnover on downs. I like that because I, I could see like a turnover downs, like ball on the 38. Like let's try to set the tone early, especially if it's the Rams where they're like, oh, we trust our defense. Like let's go for it. I could I could definitely see them like going for it, not getting it because they can't really rush the ball. All that effect, and neither team is really going to be like, yeah, we're going to put up over a hundred yards on the ground. I don't see yep. so I don't see like a fourth and one. Them, you know, maybe they run the ball and you know, Aaron, you know, someone stuffs somebody, and and so I kind of like that at plus seven hundred. I like the, uh, yeah, you know, you dabble, put a little twenty bucks on that live bet that to, yeah. This is the last. One I like, and it's a team bet. It's the team that had the first penalty. I'm taking the Bengals. Defensive pass interference, if they're on defense first, or offensive holding on Von Miller. Uh, What's the odds on that? Minus 120. That's solid. Yeah, and minus 105. So I really I really like uh, the Bengals to have that. Uh, I mean, that seems, seems fair to me. You have any others? Uh, I'll probably have about 20 others on game day just because that's just the way my brain works. Like for me, like I live for football. It's sad that football season is coming to an end this Sunday. Uh, but with that said, like, I've built up a pretty solid bankroll through football this year through the playoffs. And so I'm going to, I'm going to let it ride and let's see what happens as, as a sports show. I'm going to tell you this little snick pit that we had in our group chat was, um, if you bet an underdog 
$100 every game during the NFL season last year, you'd be up 22 units. So you have $2,200. So keep this, save this for next year. Hoping it'll be the same. But if you bet an underdog every game, $100 to bet. To win outright. To win outright. So if you do a $10 bet, you'd be up $220 to win outright. All right. The, the, the cover is basically like 51% to 40. There's no money yep. being made if you took them to cover the spread. But if you did money line, every bet, you'd be up 22 units right now. Um, so that's a little thing for next year. If you want to just throw a couple dollars on each one to win, you'd probably be up money. So, and you can use that to bet in the Super Bowl. And if you did it for the playoffs, you'd be up 1.15 units. But if you eliminated one of the first rounds, You'd be up a uh, three or like four and a half units. So yeah, I mean that they're five and one in the last two weeks. Yeah, underdogs. So, but there you have it. Uh, make sure to follow uh, the Taylor Fade Pod on Instagram. Subscribe, leave a review. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Vokey Sports Network. Um, make sure you leave a comment. Subscribe. Do it all that stuff. Follow us. We have a hundred dollar giveaway that Vokey's doing. Um, you got to follow, leave a comment, tag three people. Hundred dollar cash and. Uh, I just got to follow the Vookie uh, network. Yeah. Download the Vookie app today. Follow us. Enter for a chance to win $100 to throw towards a Super Bowl party. Super Bowl 56. Bengals. Rams. Rams minus four, baby. Come on. <laughs>